0: What do you need to hear to get about your Friday? Well, you're about to hear it. We're going to get to the 3 at 12.03 in just a moment. But before we do, I want to say hi and welcome to our home. Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My MyTalk 1071, we We're streaming live, doing everything entertainment at mytalk 1071com I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Colleen will be back with us on Monday. Holly, fire it up.
1: Give me three. You got it.
0: It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03.
1: Three. That's the magic number.
0: They're going to be talking about three things. Yes,
1: it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one.
0: What do you got over there in your bag of tricks, Hal? Huh?
1: What do we have over here? Well, the first thing Oh. That- that yeah, we think that you need to hear to be in the know during the 3 at 12.03 today is something that Bradley has brought to the table. Yes, I
0: forgot. Um, okay, so can you imagine it'd be like, Holly, you and I just sitting here talking about pop culture and all of a sudden the subject of uh, one of our pop culture stories walks in like, oh, look, there's Taylor Swift. Well, have a listen to what happened to this sports reporter when uh, the game took over his announcing. Righty, i lefty first pitch by Duval swing and that's fouled straight back and off my computer oh my goodness that just happened (laughs) so my computer is uh... completely cracked i tried to put my hand up and stop the baseball and it went straight back and now that one almost came back and this became just became one of the worst days i have had in quite some time (laughs) Oh my goodness Nothing in two on Walsh. I do not believe that just happened. All right. So uh, that was an awkward moment that happened when a, uh, an announcer was uh, part of the game unintentionally after a ball came through the announcing area and destroyed his computer. <laughs>
1: uh, now, Barry, the lead, the baseball team that was playing was called the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp.
0: Yes, they were playing against the Mobile Bay Bears. Now, when that foul ball zipped into the press box and wrecked Mr. Hoover. That's Roger Hoover's computer. And uh, if you see the picture, it is, uh, I mean, it really destroyed his computer. Mm-hmm. Bummer. I wonder if they paid for his pewter. Hopefully. Well, probably right. not. Moving on. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Now what do you got over there?
1: Moving right along in our rainbow-colored Studebaker of pop culture Moving audio. Right Exactly. Well, uh, the second thing that you need to hear during the 3 at 12.03 this afternoon is uh, a little uh, awkward uh, bad lip reading. You know, bad lip reading videos, Bradley. Oh, do I? Yeah, you probably do. Maybe you've seen some of them on the Internet. Well, bad lip reading videos are where uh, people take actual video footage of something that happened in real life. Then they insert themselves over using audio. And do a bad lip reading. Indeed. Yes. So, none other than uh, our wonderful friend Fergie is the latest celebrity to get the bad lip reading treatment. And she gets the bad lip reading treatment for her rendition of the national anthem that she did earlier this year. Remember when she sang the national anthem? Do I. At the NBA All-Star Game earlier this year. Now, usually this is a visual experience, but I think that you'll get uh, a little taste just hearing the bad lip reading from Fergie here. Yeah. La, 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 I bought some
0: bread but I can't buy a kite. <laughs> so I baked another pie. Yes,
1: but why did I put a lot of bugs in that pie? <laughs> no, oh, no, nah, I'll do that. This is T M I but last night I pooped out (laughs)
0: glass and
2: then I don't fell down (laughs) once help
0: how is that even possible? It's just one step Uh uh so that- oh my God, that was actually a better performance than the one she actually gave. That's a true story. Yes,
1: yeah, so that was the bad lip reading of Fergie singing the national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game oh, what a earlier gal. this year. What a, gal. What, a, what a gal. Moving right along again. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, the third... Ooh, what's behind door number three, you say? Well, it's not the mystery box. It's Britney Spears. Yay! Yay. Why are we talking about Britney today? Uh, Because she's going on tour. And Nancy O'Dell from Entertainment Tonight sat down with Britney Spears for a hard-hitting interview. And she was asking Britney Spears how she prepares for such a strenuous tour as her Pieces of Me stage show. And one of the things Nancy O'Dell wanted to talk to Britney Spears about, naturally, was... What she was eating. What does Britney Spears eat? Let's find out. Are you like really careful about what you eat? Sometimes I'm like, I just want a hamburger. But when I'm in real work mode, I want very
2: clean. I like just clean chicken and Mm. veggies. Like that's it. My stomach is so sensitive. I have a steak. I'll be sick for three days. You're kidding me. Mm -hmm. What about the burger? What does the burger do to you? Burger's fine. Burgers, burgers, yeah, okay. I have the small burgers from McDonald's.
0: <laughs> the ha- Those are good.
2: The happy, happy meal. The happy meal. We're yes. just so happy that you like McDonald's <laughs> and you can look like this. This is a fabulous thing. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so she wants me to believe that she can eat McDonald's burgers and her stomach is fine, but she can't eat a piece of steak. Thank you. I just see it really I, clean clean chicken. Do you have I, oh. to like Shower the chicken. I mean, how do you get the chicken clean?
1: Do you lice all the chicken? I just
0: see a piece of clean chicken. Yeah. Yes.
1: yes. And I bring that to you because apparently, Bradley, uh eating McDonald's is the new celebrity trend where they want to relate to regular people. Remember, uh I think it was just last week that Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson were photographed in their car driving through McDonald's. They're just like us.
0: Um, you know, actually, you're not just like us because I haven't been. I mean, I love uh, a good six pack of Mac Nuggets and a Shamrock Shake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, the eggnog shake I think is probably my favorite. Ew! But I don't find what
1: eggnog,
0: eggnog shake. shake. Oh my oh, god, it's the oh. bomb, as the kids say. I'll take your word Even for though it. They don't say that mm-hmm. because that, you know, they moved on. But um, anyway, yeah, I don't. But I I haven't been to a McDonald's in a long time. So don't try to relate to me, Brittany. The thing we love about you is that you are totally not like us.
1: Exactly. So stay not like us. Also, just (sighs) listening to Nancy O'Dell try to bond with Britney Spears. Nancy O'Dell being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is my life right now. (laughs) Britney Spears. You
0: know, I just feel bad for Britney in a way because, you know, she, I think, used to be relatable and she used to be kind of delightfully... Just like, you know, kind of.
1: Are you talking about the times when she used to walk barefoot through the bathrooms? Well. At the beach?
0: And carry big gulps around, you know, and sort of walk to and from the Starbucks with her hair up, wearing some, you know, nasty sweats.
1: Oh, my gosh. Those were the days.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of get it. But at this stage in her career, I feel like, girl, just embrace the fact that you are not like us anymore. Enjoy. Enjoy the privilege that you've been given. Exactly. Because of your amazingly uh, pop music. <laughs> your
1: amazing pop well, music. Well, I was going
0: to say, it's not amazing, it's amazing. Does that make sense? No. Okay.
1: I don't know what you're getting at. I think at. I'm getting too deep no, on a Friday. I, oh, that's going to be rough business. Yeah.
0: I mean, you don't appreciate Brittany for her... Uh, <clears throat> her you know her, depth of her artistry, artistry. What, yes yes
1: there, what you're saying is perhaps you there's like a, the beat. there's a kitsch value to Britney Spears at this point because she has been a celebrity for over 20 years yeah, I went to
0: Brit- I went uh, Jamie and I went to see Britney at um in Vegas and it was everything we expected it to be and yet we still had a blast like she did not sing but for maybe four words and um She was moved around on the stage like a robot by her dancers who were phenomenal. But um, and I'm not saying she doesn't work hard. I'm not saying she's totally lazy, but it was it's Britney Spears. You guys,
1: she understands what she is at this point. Exactly. And bless her heart for trying to be relatable, but it's fine.
0: Yeah, I don't need my celebrities to be relatable. No, no be celebrities. Yes, that's the whole fun of being a celebrity. Who thinks like, oh, they're just like me. That's awesome. What? Like they get up and think about the four things that they should have done differently the day before and the four things that they're not looking forward to doing today. And then they probably should have taken more fiber pills yesterday because things just ain't flowing the way they used to. And then they got a half flat tire, but they've been riding around on it for a week because they just don't have the time to stop. And maybe they should, because if they don't, then the tire's going to blow out and then they'll I don't want you to be like me. <laughs>
1: don't be like Bradley Trainer. I want to think that
0: somewhere in the world, Britney Spears is sitting on top of her disgustingly beautiful man while he does push-ups.
1: But that's what she's doing. Britney Spears keep being fabulous. I'm yes. watching her straddle her insanely hot model boyfriend, yes. and they smooch and they work out together, and yes. she lives in a palatial and mansion. And probably,
0: they probably have nothing in common, talk, Six words to each other in a day And have disgustingly hot sex And then you know um, She goes and has her relatable cheeseburger I don't know but (laughs) I'm here for whatever she's Whatever she's got
1: me too. Okay. Hey, hey! Uh, when we
0: come back, who's joining us today for the Dirt Alert?
1: Oh, that would be me. Oh! Yes! It's a
0: two for Holly Roberts is going to have all the latest on Hollywood. Beyond what we've already shared with you, right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's Friday. Hey, don't forget, by the way, Cat Video Fest is coming up. You can still get your tickets, but they might not be around forever. So head to mytalk1071.com, keyword cat.
1: Also want to remind people that the video submissions are still open. We want your cat videos. I know that you have them. So if you want to submit your video and maybe see it on the big screen at CHS Field on August 8th, go to catfestmn.com, and you will be able to submit your video there.
0: All right. Submit your opinions about Holly Roberts' Dirt Alert when we return right here on mytalk 107 of a my talk dirt alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, the things you need to know. Holly Roberts yes. is in for Elizabeth Reese today. Hey, Holly, what's uh, popping? What's shaking? What you got?
1: Let's start in the world of music where Elvis Costello is making headlines today. He has canceled his European tour after Uh-oh. revealing that he's battling a very aggressive form of cancer. Oh no. I know. Costello has been told by doctors to rest after having surgery to remove a tumor a few weeks ago. And according to a Facebook post, the cancer is small and very aggressive but could be defeated by a single surgery. So no Word on what kind of cancer this is, but the Facebook message does offer some optimistic news by saying, uh, The imposters and I, together with several other of our friends, have made a magnificent new record. So he's talking uh, about hitting back out, or the record being, excuse me, issued in October. So he's looking really optimistic, being that this is an aggressive form of cancer, but it seems like the surgery did the trick.
0: Oh, okay, and so good.
1: now Elvis Costello is to recovering oh, from gosh, that. That's, I know.
0: That's scary stuff, man.
1: Exactly. All right. Right, moving on to the world of celebrity divorce Bradley there are so
0: many people
1: are splitting up one couple would be Nia Verdalos of my big fat Greek wedding she is and f-
0: Connie and Carla that's the best movie ever.
1: oh yes with um mm, mm, Australian Tony Collette
0: Tony Collette yeah. yes I'm telling you I was just thinking about that movie the other day it is perhaps the best cult movie underrated cult movie uh, of the ages.
1: What's it about? Quick.
0: So, um, Connie and Carla, two friends, lounge singers, essentially, frustrated lounge singers who are, well, I should say they're frustrated musical, like theater people who have become lounge singers. They witness a murder. And to escape the murder, they go to LA and pose as drag queens undercover. Ooh, Connie and, then and it's, Carla. It, but it's a tale of finding yourself and. <laughs> Finding the family you never realized you needed. With humor and sequins. And all sorts of drag queens and just some. And Debbie Reynolds is in that movie. Oh, God, go watch that this weekend. Connie and Carla. Go
1: watch it. Go support Nia because she has filed for divorce from her husband of 25 years, Ian Gomez. They're splitting up due to the old irreconcilable differences. Now, they have an 11-year-old daughter together, and their joint statement says that we've been respectfully separated for a lengthy period of time. Our relationship became a friendship,
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Now, you know they starred in a television show together. Yes. Do you remember which one? No. They starred in the American version of the great british bake-off which was called probably america great american bake-off but they can't use bake-off great american baking show i feel like
1: that was that was on for maybe a couple episodes wasn't it canceled due to some controversy okay so (laughs) tell us i'll go
0: a little deep for you yes It became, so they wanted to do, so Great British Baking Show, it's a baking competition show in the UK. They wanted to do it here, but instead of doing it the right way, they turned it into a holiday special. And so it was only like Christmas and holiday recipes. And so it ran for a limited time on ABC during the holidays. And then it came back and it was way better the second season. And Nia Vardalos and her husband played the, the, well, they didn't play, but they were sort of the... um, you know, like
1: the commentators, the, the color commentators, yeah,
0: kind of color commentators, announcers, and uh I think it has been in existence for three or four seasons. The problem was one of the judges was accused of sexual uh, harassment slash <laughs> inappropriateness, That's right? And so the most recent episode series. They decided not to air, even though it was already filmed, which was really frustrating.
1: Oh, man. We have taken some deep dives into Bradley's mind in this
0: dirt alert. This is like, that's my sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And also, her and her husband were horrible in that role, and I love Nina (laughs) Vardalos. But it wasn't a good fit for her. It wasn't a good fit for them.
1: Well, it seems like their split is okay. And again, they've been separated for some time. We wish them. the best. And another celebrity divorce of a long time marriage is of the Long Island medium, Ter- Teresa Caputo. Her, this is so sad to me. Her marriage has I've gone. I've met them. Kaput. Did
0: you just do that? That's cute. I mm-hmm. love that. Kaput. Thank you. Teresa Caputo's marriage, kaput.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm
0: really sad. Sal, 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 what was his name?
1: Her His husband. name, uh, Larry.
0: Larry. Oh, my God. Why
1: did I think it was Sal? <laughs> yeah, you're Maybe so... That's their cl- kid. It could be. Uh, so, uh, Teresa and Larry, they've been married for 28 years. Uh, they filed on April 16th of this year, and they announced their separation last December, so it's no surprise that their marriage has officially ended. Uh, they share two adult children together, not Sal Bradley, Larry Jr., and that's Victoria. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I used to love... I, I haven't... I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't watched the show... Uh, in the way that I used to, meaning I don't watch it anymore, but I used to watch it religiously and we got to meet them and she actually gave Angel, Alexis's husband, a reading when we were at their show at Mystic Lake a number of years ago. And then we got to talk to them after the show backstage and she was, so. they were both like, I'm telling you, you know, we, we see celebrities occasionally and she and her husband were legitimately very nice people and treated everyone um very very well
1: oh well that's wonderful yeah. to hear yeah right and it's sad they weren't
0: divas she wasn't like, uh, you know, standoffish. She was very warm and open.
1: Oh, well, that's sad to hear them yes, because you had a genuinely good experience mm-hmm. with them. But again, it seems like they, like Nia and her husband, had been living separate lives for some time. Uh, Anthony Bourdain in the news again today uh, because according to his will, he was only worth about $1.21 million. And that includes $425,000 in savings and cash and $500,000 in, quote, intangible property, including royalties, and residuals. He left it all to his 11-year-old daughter, and his wife, Octavia, is the executor of his estate. Now, his wife, I say that because Anthony Bourdain never officially got a divorce from Octavia, Mm. although he was dating Asia Argento at the time of his death. That's
0: so interesting. I wonder what the reasoning was. I mean, I know sometimes it's a legal thing, and perhaps there was some sort of accommodation made for some reason that we're just not aware of. Obviously there was, but I'm just saying there might've been a reason we're not aware of. Right. And sometimes divorce takes a long time. That's true. That's true. But they seem to be on good terms. And uh, I will say that I read an article, uh, which means I'm now an expert on the issue, that he had set up a trust outside of uh, his will, which may have been able to shield much more money. Because I think a lot of people reacted, as I did when they read the story, one and a half million dollars from a guy who, literally has been on fire career-wise over the last 10 years.
1: Right. And that's why it's making headlines, because people were so shocked that, oh, this man allegedly only has a million-dollar net worth. Now, Anthony Bourdain's net worth had been speculated to be upwards of $16 million, which is a number I think that people were more thinking it was appropriate for all the work that Anthony Bourdain has done because he's been top of mind in our culture for a
0: bit. Well, and like, you got to believe he was making more than a million dollars a year for his series at CNN. But then again, I don't know what they get paid over at CNN. So I
1: don't know either. He we, should
0: have been making a lot of money. We haven't read any
1: articles on that.
0: Okay. Hey, Holly, we need a listener to help us play the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a big fat prize, but you can only do it at 12:30 on the Colina Bradley show 651 641 1071 play the 32nd pop culture challenge Will she or won't she win the 32nd pop culture challenge that is five questions 30 seconds you could win a prize Only at 12:30 though every day here on the Colina Bradley show I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts and uh Just letting you know that in the on-deck circle, we've got Donna Valentine waiting to play Blinded by the Item, which comes up next. But first, let's get to the challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's on the line? Oh, Colleen, you're not Colleen. She'll be back on Monday. Holly! Yeah. Who's on the line and what's she playing for?
1: Michelle is on the line right now and she is playing for a pair of advanced screening tickets to go see Mama Mia. Here we go again. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Hi, Mich- <laughs> Michelle.
0: Michelle, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. I was just reading the questions and I think you're going to do just fine. I hope I'm not setting you up for failure. Are you ready? Woo! No pressure there, Bradley. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. Who who directed the film E. T. Steven Spielberg
2: watched it last
0: night. The truth is out there is a tagline for what nineties sci-fi show. Oh my gosh. The, I don't know Pat. The Honest Company is the brand of which actress? Jessica Alba. The musical Mamma Mia features the music of what band? ABBA. Hilary Duff starred in the title role of what Disney Channel show? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh,
2: uh,
0: uh, the Disney Channel show. No, Michelle! I cursed you, Michelle. I'm sorry. It's all my fault. (laughs) And now she's gone. All right. I'm sorry uh, about that. Oh, well, my God. She- oh, I disappeared, Michelle. Oh, my gosh. I didn't
2: know the two that she didn't get either. Well, really?
1: let's give really? you, you didn't the
2: know answer.
0: the truth. Is- the truth is out
2: there. Uh, Star Trek. Do it again. Sing it.
1: The X-Files. Oh, didn't watch them. And Ooh. Hilary
0: Duff's, I wouldn't have known this one, sorry. Hilary Duff, uh, I spoke too soon, starred in the title role of what Disney Channel show? Holly? Mm. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Now we uh, move on uh, with Donna Valentine, mm-hmm, who's joining us mm-hmm. for this segment we love to call Blinded by the Item. We sure yeah. do. Yo, Woo. Donna's getting real Get excited it, over there. Friday. Let's
2: give it. Friday. Ah,
1: let's give you a blind item then from crazy We have to think of four people. Are you ready for this? Four people, four people. in this confirmed Why blind do we have item. To four?
0: That seems we can't un- even do one, Holly.
1: Deal with it. You'll be fine. Kay. Trust me. Uh we have to think of four people in this first blind item from Crazy By the way, this is confirmed, meaning the website has published names associated with this blind item. Oh, all right. We have to think about the following. An A-plus list client, another A-plus lister, an abusive director, and an abusive co-star. <laughs> Got all that, Donna?
0: Lots of abuse. Yep. Are you ended. laughing at the abuse?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Making light of no,
2: the sorry. gravity of this issue? Oh, no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. No, I was just thinking how dumb I am. Uh, <laughs>
0: And an
1: abusive actor, too, was the last one. abusive actor, abusive co-star. So all of these people are going to be appearing in the same project together.
0: God, that sounds like fun. All right, read Mm -hmm. the uh, blind item.
1: Here's your blind item. Despite at least one publicist begging her A-plus list client to pull out of a movie, that A-plus lister and another still support their abusive director and his casting of an abusive co-star. Old Boys Club in full swing. I hope this movie bombs. I hope every reporter has the balls to ask tough questions in every interview. They won't because they like saying, quote, I talked to so-and-so the other day so they can get some good table at an overpriced crap restaurant in town to make them feel like their blank is bigger than reality. Wow. Oh, my
0: God. There's such there's such a scourge of people thinking their things are bigger than they are Mm -hmm. lately. Uh, Okay, can I can I venture a guess or two? Donna, do you yes. have a guess or two as uh, well?
2: Well, I'm trying to think of that director, the younger guy, oh. who is kind of not, I don't remember his name, Jeremy. Go Jeremy. on. Jeremy. He's a younger guy who is kind of accused of being sexually m- misconducty. <laughs> um Is she um,
0: getting close? Um, is she warm or cold?
1: No, she's cold. Okay. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> is yeah. it
0: cold. Is, is it Woody Allen? oh no, God. i'm sorry it's Bradley,
1: not woody
2: allen right
0: there's no james franco no james franco yeah. um, mm-hmm. okay so the director is it a is it an obvious director
1: uh yes everybody knows this person's name um oof. is he a younger guy Uh, middle-aged.
0: Is it the guy that left the UK to come back to the United States, allegedly for his mom, but really it's because there's some like weird stuff going on?
1: Brian Singer?
0: Yeah. Uh, No.
1: Now, I don't know whether or not this person is abusive, but this person has mm, some interesting fetishes, I would say. Oh!
0: Interesting fetishes. Could
1: this be J-Law's ex-boyfriend? Darren Aronofsky? Yeah, that guy. Uh, no. Now yeah, this di- a good guess though. It is a good guess. But this director, I would argue, is one of the only directors in Hollywood that is a household name, and everybody knows this person. He has a very distinct directing style. Oh. Martin Scorsese?
2: Uh, um.
0: Distinct directing style.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's something that you watch and go, oh, this must be a so-and-so's exactly." Movie. Yes. Oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 oh Quentin oh, Tarantino. Oh, oh, there it is. God. Oh, there
2: it is. Okay. Oh, okay. we are so
0: dumb. All right. So
2: what is the? He's doing that movie about the Manson family.
0: Yep. Which means.
2: Um. Oh. Okay. So let's go through who's in it. There's Leo DiCaprio is going to be in that. Uh, Brad Pitt is going to be in that um who so could the, woman the abusive
0: be? co-star who
2: is going to be squeaky from we have to think
0: who is the abusive coast has she said the abusive co-star
1: no now this person you might not know his name but he was arrested for physical violence at the sundance film festival a couple of years ago
0: oh god i don't know mm. uh, let's go back to the a plus list client so who was Trying to get out of that movie. So it's
1: got to be a woman, I bet. Right? No, you just named it. Oh. That's why I dinged you, Brad Pitt. For the a Oh, he's the client. He's the client being advised not to be in this movie. Oh. However, Leonardo DiCaprio supports Quentin Tarantino oh. in his casting of abuser Emile Hirsch. Oh! I don't know who that is. I don't either. You would recognize his name, but he hasn't been in a lot of projects because he is a known uh, perpetrator of violence towards women. Oh, my God. So here is the filled-in blind item for you. Despite at least one publicist begging Brad Pitt to pull out of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, and Brad Pitt still support Quentin Tarantino and his casting of Emile Hirsch, Old Boys Club in full swing.
0: Can I say I just found that? headline Emil Hirsch uh, actor charged with choking woman at Sundance Jeez. So yep. that was 2015 so very likely this is going to blow up in their face because they don't understand the world we live in now right so when it comes time to promote this film do you not believe that that is going to be and a question or everywhere? yep yep
1: yep well right and right. that's what NT lawyer writing this blind item is saying but Unfortunately, if you were to believe the blind item, anti-lawyer doesn't believe that the press is going to have enough gumption to really take Emil Hirsch and the rest of the rest of the t- cast to task about uh his history of violence. So,
0: well. Yeah. How much do you, you think him. directors, I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure with Quentin Tarantino it's he's got a great deal to say about casting, but how many directors actually do, do you think?
1: Uh, I would say that Tarantino is one of the exceptions to the rule, meaning I imagine Tarantino probably has final cut over his movies because he's considered such an auteur.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means he can get away with things that mm-hmm. he shouldn't be able to get away with. Right. All right, let's do one more. Do we have time or do you want to wait?
1: Yeah, we have a brief one. Let's do it. <laughs> This one also a confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning a name has been published associated with this blind item. We have to think of a former A-list reality star, a former A-list reality star, the subject of this blind item. This former A minus list reality star, who has spawned the careers of several other reality stars, has been unable to sell a book she has been peddling or get another shot at a television show. Mm. At this point in time, no one wants anything to do with her. Mm. Is this one Nini Leaks? Uh,
0: oh, oh no, I was going to say. I really thought it was. That's a good one. I was going to say Paris. Uh, oh, oh,
2: oh!
0: I just yell every uh, time. Um, uh, wow, she spawned. Is, other... is it a Kardashian? Oh, is it a Jenner? Chris oh. Jenner? Uh. Oh,
2: <laughs> Jenner? Oh, wait.
0: Caitlyn Jenner?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me fill in the blank for you. Caitlyn Jenner, who has spawned the careers of several other reality stars, has been unable to sell a book she has been peddling or to get another shot at a TV show. At this point in time, Caitlyn Jenner, no one wants anything to do with her.
0: Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like she had her moment. Yeah.
1: I do too. And
0: got more than she probably deserved, to yeah. be quite honest with you, only because she was uh, Kardashian adjacent.
2: Yeah. And I think we're done. What else is there to yeah. the story yep. that we're curious about?
0: Yep. And the trans community, I don't think it has been, you know, super mm-hmm. excited to. Trumpet projects that she's working on necessarily. So
2: yeah,
0: yeah. all right, okay, Bye. there you go. Hey Donna, thanks for I? filling in again. Oh,
2: you're welcome. You're
0: back. Uh, I'll be
2: better next time. You'll
0: have to come back next uh, Thursday and Friday. Because each uh, of us will be gone one of those days. Okay. So if getting Steve will be gone better, those
2: days, too. Um, no, I, I would be happy to help. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend.
0: You, too. Now, Bye. when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, from blinded by the items to dumb summer trends, in addition to your hip having cleavage, find out what the latest floaty everybody has to have in their pool when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Need to know what pool floaty you must have in your pool to be hip this summer? Find out in just moments here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. i I'm uh, Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today. And Holly, we're talking dumb summer trends. Dumb because
1: summer trends. I
0: cannot believe what everybody must have in their pools this summer.
1: Oh, you are not anything, Bradley. You are nothing if you don't have... The hottest pool accessory for twenty eighteen. I'm ready What to, is it? I'm ready to tell you what it is. Are you ready? I am. You need Bradley Trainer, a coffin pool
0: floaty. Um excuse me. A coffin pool floaty? Yes. You know how
1: pool floaties have become really cool with the Instagram crowd? I can't (laughs)
0: handle it. Can I? I I have a minor rant, but I'll let you tell your story first.
1: Okay. Before you go off on that rant, pool floaties, really popular. People like to take photographs of themselves riding swans, flamingos, unicorns. Well, now you can float in a coffin. Yes. A hot pink pepto-bismal coffin. Put yourself in that. Float around in it,
0: enjoy. Who who in their right mind wants a f- coffin float?
1: I have no idea. Like, are Bradley. you just
0: going to float around with the top on? Is the top attached? What do you do? How
1: do you do that? <laughs> well, it it was designed almost three years ago, so we're a little late to the trend, but it is catching some waves right now. So uh, the first I wish you did there. Yeah, I know. Um, I think that may maybe the designers they're from Canada. They may or may not be starting a Kickstarter. They're just trolling us. I know. But I want them to start a Kickstarter for their inflatable coffin. Actually, Bradley, this would be kind of nice. Because when you're on a pool floaty in the middle of summer and the sun gets to be too much, sometimes you need some shade. So why not Um, just shut the lid on your floaty coffin? Shutting
0: the plastic lid on your plastic coffin so that you can asphyxiate (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and huff Mm -hmm. some toxic polyurethane fumes. That seems like a great idea.
1: (laughs) Dumb Trends. Okay,
0: now, little pool floaty rant, can I? Yes. So we were at the beach in Florida for the 4th of, well, not the 4th, but prior to the 4th of July, seeing my mother celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Aww. And um, we were at the beach and there was this giant floaty. It was so big. It was like, it was like, um a, like a bark. Well, no, what do you call those? A sectional couch yes. floaty. And it, it sat like maybe a dozen people and this family just brought out this giant, it wasn't like, I don't even know how to describe how big this thing was. It was literally the size of, I don't know, like in my studio apartment many, many years ago, this thing would have taken up the whole room and this family just brought this thing out, launched it into the water And what was so frustrating, it's just like this notion that like, I'm just going to bring my own room so my friends and I, we can have our own party by ourselves, even though when like going to the beach is like a thing where you go with other people and it's like sort of we all hang out. It's a
1: public space. It's a
0: public space. Right. But they're attempting to create these private spaces within a public space. But what was so hilarious about it was that they this thing was so unwieldy that they could not um, control it. And they would literally run into other like groups of people who are just standing in the water. And the people would look like, excuse me, what are you? And then they would just be like, yeah, put it in my room, in oh, my pool floaty room. No. And I'm just like, you guys, stop it.
1: What did you think was going to happen? Would he put a large floaty in the ocean?
0: Yeah. Where they giant. This thing was so big. It's guaranteed. It fit in like it barely would fit in the studio.
1: Mm. 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 I was mortified
0: mm. for them. And I like I wanted to take video of the people just getting like their heads whacked by, you know, the side of, of this floating room. Yeah. Not cool. Keep your floating room to a private pool.
1: No, it's okay. It had to be said. It really had to be said.
0: Okay, so... It's obnoxious. Really quickly, a couple other trends. Oh,
1: a couple other trends. Another dumb summer trend. Now, this trend was being pushed on us earlier this year, but I don't think we've had an opportunity to talk about it on this show. Hip cleavage!
0: Can you explain what actually... I don't think I have hip cleavage, so what do I have to do to get hip cleavage?
1: You need to wear... Very high-waisted underwear. Okay. Anybody can have hip cleavage if your underwear cuts high enough. So what you need to wear is those old-school 80s bikini briefs. You know, have you ever watched a Van Halen video from the 1980s? Yeah. That's the kind of look you're going for. Okay, you so want,
0: super high up.
1: Yes, you want on the hip the top of your swimsuit to go over your hip bones so that your hip bones are protruding and you create cleavage with your hips.
0: Well, we used to do this. Um, I shouldn't say we, but I, I learned this from uh, fellow drag queens who were far more uh, talented than I was um, in my short stint, that you hike, if you hike up, uh, your undies over your hip, it'll create a hip,
1: for right? A guy
0: where they don't you know, like a a lady hip where we don't normally have that. So yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. That's that kind of what
0: you're talking about. Anybody
1: can have hip cleavage yeah. with the right kind of underwear. Hmm. That being said, it's also the summer of the under boob. Also the summer of the side boob. Oh my
0: god! Do you know what I saw? Under, can I say the word FUPA?
1: Well, well. I don't know. Upa.
0: Let's just call it Upa.
1: <laughs> Upa? I had
0: under I saw under Upa at the beach. No. I was going to get my um pretzels and brats at Von Hansens in Highland Park and this guy came out and he had under Upa. His shirt was so short and his Upa was <laughs> so big that it was oh. showing out under. I was like, "Dude, oh. like, you know, I get it. Look, there are things I wear that I'm like I really should not wear this anymore because I've outgrown it, but he had under UPA.
1: can we just tell everyone to proceed with these summer trends with if caution things,
0: if if body parts are are uh, you know coming out
1: and they're not meant to be out yeah. You might want to double check. Be careful. Yeah, double check yourself before you go out. You know, remember how Coco Chanel said that before you leave the house, you should check yourself in the mirror and mm. remove one accessory. Well, yeah. the same kind of goes for here. You should check yourself in the mirror and uh, cover up an additional body part before you leave the house. Here's an
0: accessory you should remove if you look in the mirror before you leave the house. Um, ankle purse. Excuse me? Ankle purse. Yes, there's a whole article that I read earlier today that Kendall Jenner is trying to make ankle purses a thing. It's literally a purse on your ankle.
1: No, we're being trolled, right? Do
0: you think? I No, they literally have these things. They're little mini purses. You wear them around your ankle. And, um, you know, presumably when you're at the state fair, you can, you know, keep your wallet down there. It's kind of like those. And I'm actually here for this. The uh, flip flop, the uh, fanny flip. What do we call those? It's like a flip-flop with a fanny pack.
1: Yes, Nike <clears throat> is making flip-flops with a fanny pack yep. for the strap.
0: I guess you'd call it a foot pack. I don't know. but
1: Fanny flop?
0: Fanny flop. Mm, maybe mm. not. Anyway, I, th- I like that idea, but this ankle purse business, no.
1: That's nonsense. You know what's going to happen is that it's going to fall off, and you're going to lose all your stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. Now, I want to let you know, Bradley, that this ankle bag, hmm resold for $645. Apparently uh, this was on the runway all the way back in 2007 for Chanel. $645. Can you believe it? Now I'm all here for the fanny pack, the regular fanny pack. I'm here
0: for the fanny pack for sure for days. It is a underutilized uh, accessory.
1: So no hip cleavage, no ankle bags, no floaty coffins, But we're totally here for fanny packs. Yeah. Summer, here we come.
0: All right. Mm. When we come back here on The Colleen and Bradley Show, from fanny flip flops to Zach Efron's dreadlocks. What? No, don't. We're mourning the death of Zach Efron's hotness when we return here on My Talk 1071.
2: Everyone loves buying holiday gifts, but the credit card hangover? Not so much. Well, Old Navy is outdoing even Santa with their prices this season. They have incredible prezzies for everyone on your list, like matching jingle jammies, statement-making coats, and the coziest sweaters. And Old Navy has tons of gifts for under 15 bucks, so you can buy yourself a little something, too. Sorry, not sorry. So pop by a store or visit oldnavy.com.